I am a sister. I am a man. I am a wife. I am a daughter. I am Chinese. I am a son. I am American. I am Asian. I am Canadian. We, we are all Joksing, and you are tuning into the Bamboo Star Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the BS Podcast, the Bamboo Star Podcast. I am one of your hosts, John. I am once again joined by the two lovely ladies by the name of... Hi, it's Asunta. Hi, it's Angelina. And we are once again here together in person. Woohoo! Yay! Yeah, speaking to you guys about another interesting topic that uh, came across our table, and hopefully it'll be something interesting for you listeners as well. Um, anybody want to see what the topic is? <laughs> Clearly no one wants to own up to it. Fine, I will. It is obsession with money. His obsession with His. money. Cha-ching! <laughs> cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching! Yeah, so um, if you don't know, I guess a lot of uh, Chinese people perhaps are, uh, or maybe you have a, as a listener, have a stereotype about Chinese people perhaps, that money is a very big thing in Chinese culture, or not, and we're here to discuss that a little bit today. Um, right before we actually started recording today, actually, uh, we, us three, all three of us watched a little uh, YouTube clip. Uh, Ronnie Chang and him talking about money and how Chinese people obsess with money. So, jumping off of that, he made a lot of jokes about money. I want to know what does my fellow co-host think about what he says in the video uh, and whether or not they agree or disagree. So, uh, for those listeners, if you're interested, you can always Google it. It's uh, Netflix is a joke. Uh, Ronnie Chang explains why Chinese people love money. Uh, that's the video I'm referencing at this point in time. We'll talk a little bit about this, and then we'll jump in a little bit more. But, yeah, so what do you guys think? Do you think Ronnie Chang is right in that Chinese people love money? I think a lot, like, yes, Chinese people are obsessed with money, but I feel like everyone is obsessed with money. <laughs> Okay. But at the same time, like the way Ronnie Chang explained it, especially the last part of it, when he's like saying how Chinese people during New Year's time they say like "gong hei fa chai" instead of something fa lao, which I've never really thought about it like that. But it does. I guess it does seem like Chinese people are more ingrained or are more obsessed with money because. I don't know any other culture where when it's like Happy New Year, they don't say Happy New Year. I mean, yeah, it's not the go-to phrase, right? The go-to phrase is "Gong Hei Pa Chao." Yeah. In, in in the Chinese New Year kind of thing. I mean, even me now, like when you're a little bit more aware as a kid or as you grew up, you might say, "Oh, oh, something fun, something like Happy Chinese New Year" a little bit more. Yeah. But when you're a kid, you're like, I guess maybe even Western culture was like you would say "Gong Hei Pa Chao." <laughs> oh, and for listeners who don't know what Gong Hei Pa Chao means, is basically like, hope you get rich. <laughs> also of, explained by Ronnie Chang in multiple lines. Yeah, <laughs> instead of like, something violent, which is actually Happy New Year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Tuna? I think it was just something that evolved over time, but we, as to like, why people say Gong Hei Pa Chao more than something violent. Um, Like, the way I see it, like, traditionally speaking, like, People celebrate New Year most between the commoners, right? And for commoners, you don't necessarily have a lot to go by. So hoping or wishing each other to like be more wealthy or be more well off for the next year is in a way kind of wishing them uh, to have a good year, oh. right? Because a lot of them have like their own little business where they're really trying to make a living, whether it's selling things or they're making something to sell on the market or they're farming something to sell on the market, right? Like wishing like your neighbors or your friends to have, to be able to get rich, meaning like they will have a good year, 
right? And a lot, like a lot of the communities back in the day, they let, like they share their wealth in that sense too, right? That's why Chinese New Year, if somebody's more well off, they give, like they share their wealth and they share the goods. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's it's one of those things that kind of evolved over time. Like I don't think traditions really um, come from, say, the rich communities. Like I'm sure there are certain, certain traditions that are that gets passed down from the richer communities, but a lot of things that we know of nowadays are probably stemming from more of like the commoner um, base or com- common population. Okay. So that's I think that's where the Gomhefacha really came from. Um but yeah. But no, do you so do you think so you're saying it seems like you're you're airing on the side that Chinese people aren't in love with money. Well, I mean, nowadays I can definitely say they are. Like it's all they ever see is money and it's unfortunate how uh, it became that, but yeah. So, so are you agree or disagree? I'm a little confused here. Like this do Chinese people love money? Nowadays, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean nowadays? Like you think before they didn't? Yeah, like you, yeah, that, that that infers that before you think they were. I would say so. Like <laughs> a lot more people back in the days, I feel like they would have more quat hay, but nowadays they don't. So uh, I think it's just anything that happens. Who doesn't like money in any culture? Okay, so what's what's back in the day? Like maybe like like ancient China, not like recent economy, probably like I don't know, a couple of dynasties back. Okay, so okay, so you're so you're saying back in the day is like ancient China style. Got it. Okay. Cool. Alright, so um I mean I I'm really curious what different uh, listeners are going to say at the end of this or even before we even dive any further into this topic i really want to know what the listeners saying so if you're listening keep like i guess think of this question yourself and then maybe at the end of the episode like reevaluate again and see if it changed or not i don't know if it's going to change or not but i think this is a pretty interesting topic in itself because personally i think it's unfortunate that chinese people are somewhat obsessed with it because I feel like part of like when we grew up, it, it kind of like it's always in the undertones. Of course, anybody growing up, I feel like, has undertones of money. But of course, depending upon uh, how you grew up, it may not play as big of a role. Uh, seeing that money might not has played big as big of a role in your life, but sometimes it could too, depending upon upbringing, culture, and various aspects. But for me, I feel like at least money was kind of always there as something that you should know and something that is important for life so um in terms of uh question is uh so well, well, right also before we started i also asked my fellow co-host and myself to answer a little question as well you can play play along uh with us listener so there's something called like the life triangle um perhaps you've seen, heard of this before maybe you haven't but if you haven't feel free to play along it's basically a triangle, and then each of the sides uh, has a different kind of category. And of these three categories, it's said that generally in life, you can only pick two uh, to basically um, focus upon, and you would you can obtain those, but you can never obtain all three. It's kind of impossible. So those three sides, one of them is children or family. Another one is time for yourself. And another one is money. So I told my fellow co-hosts and myself, we've also uh, we've each chosen two. And then we are going to share this and then maybe talk about why we chose these topic, these items as well. So we haven't seen, we've only seen the topics, but we haven't seen what each other has chosen. So who wants to go first to show off their, uh, their two choices? I guess I can go first. Cool. Um, my two choices were... Money and time for myself. Ooh, so the one excluded was children or family. Yes, because, okay. well, I guess personally, I, I don't expect to have children. So to me, it's like, well, obviously I'm going to have time for myself and money because children's not really in the question. 
Well, that's why, that's why I also changed it. It said children before, but I also included family in there. So yes. it could also mean like not necessarily future generation, but also maybe like your current. Older, your current gen or your current or even previous generation of parents. Yeah, but like even if I think about the way I live life now, I spend more time by myself than I do with family per se. Okay. Okay. So like in terms of focus. Like, yeah, family's going to be there, but I don't think I would put them as high of a priority in terms of, like, time with myself versus time with family. So no love. Got it. So <laughs> only you and money. Got it. Well, I mean, <laughs> I guess if you put it like that, because a part of me feels like time for myself also means, like, time with friends. Because they're not there. No. Like, no. It, no? no? So I, I only get to be alone. I don't get friends. Yeah. It's what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, my life would be probably really short in that case. Because, <laughs> like, okay. I spend a lot of time with friends no, more I mean, than it's, I do it's, family. It's it's up to your own interpretation for sure. So it's 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 up to your own interpretation. Yeah, it kind of makes me sound like an ungrateful, uh, selfish. Yeah, like an like a selfish person because I don't prioritize family. But it's one of those if if like shit hits the fan, yeah, I'll be there for family. But most of the time, I would rather do my own thing than to be with family what all right well how about you Lysenta? my family what, what are two things you selected i actually chose family and then time for myself Ooh. Ah, don't need the money. money i mean money is like yeah it, like it's part of life but like that's not the most important thing in life what are you looking at well, I'm just just looking, just looking. Well, family would be important because, well, you know, wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for family to start. I mean, like, spending time with my parents is always fun, especially now I'm not always with them. Um, and who knows? Sometimes, like, you never know. Like, if something's going on, they might not be always telling you or anything can happen and then all of a sudden you know they're not here then what so family is important to me and i was thinking more future uh, like off to the future like i would probably want to want my kids to spend time with me too right until like they're all grown and they don't want to be hanging out uh with mom and dad as much then okay they go off on their own for a bit but like it'll be nice to have them around um and then as for time for myself, it's nice to have time for myself sometimes when like, because I personally am an introvert, so when I spend too much time with other people, it's like I'm exhausted. So mm -hmm. having time for myself is like when I can kind of, you know, recuperate and such. So it helps keep me sane. Cool, cool. All right. And then as for myself, I wrote down family and money. Oh wow! Okay, so we're all different. <laughs> Which is interesting. Yeah, it's pretty cool. We got we got all combinations here at this table. So for me, yeah, I mean, in terms of family, I think it's more of that idea of uh, I don't know. Maybe it's this. Maybe it's the male mentality or whatever. But I've always heard of like um, people always want something as of uh, have their own legacy, something that. Uh, supersedes them or su succeeds them, not supersedes. You're so, one of those people. So, in a, in a sense, like uh, the idea of um, a lot of people want something that outlives their life. So it could whether it's like being famous, people remember you, um, or one of the easier ways in a certain to a certain extent is to have offspring because your children kind of carry you on in the future, kind of thing. Or being able to have like ded stuff dedicated to you, like as like a named after you, a, a structure or something. Like do enough stuff that like your name lives on. Let's Which requires that. money. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, the other way is family, right? You could you could have like kids and stuff like that, and raise a wonderful family, and then when you pass off, you you're kind of like your family name, or even that's how like family name kind of the idea of family name, like carrying it forward kind of thing. Generations is very important. Like, that's one of those things, like a legacy, right? To leave a legacy. Um, so it gives you that sense of, like, uh, like your, I guess your name was not in vain. Or, like, the reasoning, like, why did you live? Like, you did something to better the world to a certain extent, right? 
something that, that only works more... for guys though if you think yeah, about no, no. it from a girl's perspective oh, yeah, yeah yeah so so a lot of the that's times true. this is a very this might be a very male kind of thought process uh-huh. but that's something that like in that sense that's why like war started if you want to call it that way right it's like my stick's bigger than yours right oh, like stuff like that like no the, the beating stick right <laughs> <laughs> okay but no that's the idea right in terms of like uh i feel like that's one way the easiest way maybe if you don't have money or whatever is to have like a family and then that kind of helps carry on your lineage etc but so for me like i guess family is important in that sense but also being able to have people around you that is family <laughs> um you know maybe by blood is not necessary but being family is somebody like something you can rely on have a kind of like a safe environment so fast five fast nine fast and furious your family <laughs> oh they definitely have they definitely have a uh, family and money and then, uh-huh. <laughs> and, and, then <laughs> and then um and then so that, that's pretty much family for me in terms of being able to do that and then i chose money in that as well because i feel like money is what makes the world go around like yes you can say like oh i don't need money you can be humble and everything but without money i feel like it becomes something life becomes much more difficult i'm not saying you can't live without it you definitely can like there were hunter and gatherers in the past you can go farm and, and you know do all this other things to live but to make it more comfortable in life, I feel like you need some form of that to be able to obtain whatever it is, necessities you want, to make it feel somewhat more comfortable. I feel like in today's society, without money, you don't, you can't get too to far. place that you can't get to place get too far in life without money. I mean, you can, yeah. I mean, you could definitely live and have a fruitful one for sure, but it makes it easier, I think. Like, you won't be able to enjoy all the kind of luxuries or... Man, even... now you saying it like that makes me feel like a cop-out choosing money. <laughs> it's like, I just want an easier life, so I choose money. But hey, I chose is, money too. Yeah. I'm in the same boat. The problem is, like, I can choose these things, but it doesn't motivate. Like, money is not what motivates me in life. It's just a nice to have. Yeah, that's true. So, like, in this triangle, like, what is true to me is actually probably time for myself and family yeah okay because i right. want yeah. money but i don't uh-huh. have money uh-huh okay sure sure we, we what did you write on that piece of paper okay fine but what i aspire is money and time to myself <laughs> but yeah like money is i feel like money is very top of mind these days and mm. so like it gets difficult like when given these three choices it's hard to leave money out of it so mm. i'm like impressed that tuna was able to leave money out of her triangle or her two options. Mm, yeah. I mean, I did try to set everything up so like we actually keep the money in mind. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll continue and see what happens if we can manipulate a sense to think about money. It's not that I don't think about money. It's just <laughs> it's I don't. Not a priority. I don't. I don't need like a bajillion dollars in life. Oh, if no, I win no, sure. the lottery and I happen for to sure. have it, okay, that's cool. Oh, yeah. no, no, no. This that's is, this not was, my goal. This was never, a, the question was never about if you got a bajillion dollars, right? Man, this is, okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Where are we going from this? All right. So, let's see. How far are we in? Let's just take a quick count. Okay. So, I just want to know, like, So, do you think that money, how, I guess, now my question is, we talked a little bit about money, a little bit about family, a little about yourself, how big, how much of your life is driven by money? Like, personally, like, think of, think of, okay, like, you gotta think first, okay, so, like, everything you do like sure you can say for like so for like angelina it's a little easier for me to influence her thought process here it's like you gotta think about like all right all the stuff you buy all the stuff you use all the stuff you do right may not necessarily require money but how big does it play in part of your life that you need it to survive or even live your regular life 
Now for Asuta, I feel like this is a little more difficult because she's all like, "Ooh, I don't need money. I'm humble and stuff." Not how much of the stuff? I'm, it's 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 by no means like how much do you spend in a day with money? Because I can tell you right now, with everything we have in our house, we can technically never leave the house because we have instant noodles and spend zero dollars a day. That is that is what. But then you have to think about internet, electricity, utilities, your phone, your yeah, everything. So like, how big do you feel like? Or how big of a role does money play in your life? I don't know if I can even say out of a hundred percent scale because that just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But it's more of I maybe mean, like one through five scale. Like you know, you know how those bars are like a lot. My life, like hundred percent is all money. I don't think any of us are there. I don't think any of us are like this. The one maybe two this where is, it's like very little, never, never like. This satisfactory. is like that um, strongly disagree, yeah. slightly disagree. Yeah, exactly. And then it's like neutral, and then cool, agree. cool. Let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah. So, so the statement is, money, money affects my life. No, uh, money is, uh, yeah, I guess money is my life. I don't know. Yeah. Do you strongly agree? Slightly agree? No, neutral. No, there's no NA <laughs> option of this one. Oh. What do you select? Listeners, you can follow along. The first time, the moment you asked that question, all I could think of is like, I need money to feed my fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how important is money? It's pretty important because I, I like to eat. And obviously food requires money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in terms of that scale, I would say I strongly agree that money is important in my life. So is that the full five bars? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. Well, can we do like 4.5? What's, what's your statement? What's your statement? My statement? Or the statement. Is uh, money. Oh, okay. That sounds bad if I say it like that. Money is everything. Yeah. Maybe it's a four then. Okay. Like. Or no, no. I guess the statement is money influences my life. Oh, then yeah, five, obviously. Okay, okay. I feel like if I didn't have money, I wouldn't be as... Oh, man, please don't come for me. No, this I is... I don't have dude. money, I feel like I wouldn't be as happy. Sure, no, no, that's... I think that's a totally valid response. And, like... Don't forget, the, the episode title of this is Obsession with Money. So. I do feel I'm slightly <laughs> money-obsessed, but mm-hmm. it's, like... It's nice to have the money, but I'm also not a what's that called like i'm a generous person i would say mm-hmm. amongst friends and it's like i would like to have more money so i can be more generous okay okay kind of thing sure and sure. it's also like yeah food needs money things that i like to do also require money so uh-huh. i don't think there's a lot of things that i do on a day-to-day life that doesn't require money Aside from me working, which makes me money. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, I mean, okay. So yeah, part of it is like, why are you even working? Right? Yeah. Like, I mean, there is that whole thing of the, oh, self-fulfillment, et cetera, and all that stuff. I don't have that. But part of it could also be people work or money. Yeah. So <laughs> like my idea of a job is pretty much to fuel what I like to do. Like my job is not a career. It's not a passion or anything of sure, mine. Sure. It's a yeah. way. It's a, a means to means, an end. Yeah, means to an end okay. where I get to do what I like to do because I have this job. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Right. Asunta, the the hard nut to crack to actually get her to like. I love money. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't really say I love money, mm-hmm. but like I do agree about like how like for. Like what Angelina was saying about how her job, like she wants a job that will uh, enable so, her to mm-hmm. do what she likes. I think for me, that's that's the same thing as well. Although I would try to build a career out of it, because well, I mean that was the point of me being where I'm working in the first place, because that's where I wanted to be. Okay. So, but in terms of like if I going or in the train of thought or in the direction of whether uh, I want to go say like be the director and earns like a lot more money and I'm just like yeah no thanks uh, I don't want that so in the sense it's like salary isn't really the thing 
that will drive me or not the primary thing that drives me in terms of like a job um i would say it's more of whether i like the work versus the that like yes in terms of like uh climbing up the corporate ladder or whatever you want to call it do i want to keep going up in levels yes but only to a certain point uh, like for example i don't want any sort of managerial related job because i don't want to deal with all the other humorsome and troublesome things that comes along with it uh, i would happily be the worker that just works okay so if that means that i get paid a little less fine that I'm okay with that. If I don't have to deal with any of like bothersome stuff, fine. Same. I'll trade it off with the money. But to circle back. Yeah. I have a really interesting question right now. I want to ask. Would you be willing to take a pay cut for staying where you are right now? Pay cut? Because, so, okay, so you're saying. What do you mean? So, what you're saying is you do it for the career. Money is not the primary driver. Makes sense. That is totally clear, right? But, will if your employer came to you and said, Hey, you've got the same job. You love you. Like we're giving you, keeping a job, but we're going to pay cut you say 20%. Are you going to stay? For my current job? Yeah. Yeah. Or whatever you're doing. Like basically, because you're saying, my question is because I'm, I'm saying this question because you're saying that money is not the primary situation, primary kind of, or, or like a main, cons- main consideration. So if you, Reduced the money, will you be unhappy? Do I in have where to do the exact same thing? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Plan? Yeah, yeah. Everything you do right now, everything the same is your employer. Whatever you're doing, the, the 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 stuff you enjoy from your job, the stuff you don't enjoy from your job, everything stays the same tomorrow, but your pay is twenty percent less. Will you will you stay? If I don't have a better alternative, yes. No, I mean, but, okay, so you're saying you will stay if you had, so if, if you took a pay cut of 20%, if you took a 50% pay cut, would you still stay? No, because that's too much of a cut, and that is not being fair. I'm putting in the work. I should be compensated compensated for the work. Yeah. At least a fair market price. Or else why am I, what, what the heck am I working for you for? Okay, so if the if the whole economy fair market price went down... You'd still stay. If that's the market price, yes. Yeah, because that would mean that nobody can pay her any more. Mm, okay. So okay, at least at least there is a, a, a answer of you're willing to take a twenty percent cut for the same. I amount mean, it's of not like I haven't ever considered going taking a pay cut and take to take a different position so I can do better or I can I can go and explore a different. Uh, part of like a career or like have better advancements in the future i've considered that in the past mm-hmm. but then a different opportunity came up during that time oh no no, no. i'm just saying, I'm saying straight up like just across the board it's just the because because you said that you know the job or is not necessarily like money focused so then i'm thinking well what is it in your job like that will cost like if we lower the money amount enough where is it where it would cause you to be like, ah, screw this kind of thing. So like, I'm just like, for those, so because if you say money isn't, isn't a consideration or it's not primary, then what, like what, where, at what point does it kind of break? Well, if you're being unreasonable in the price that you're paying your worker, then yes. Right? Like if you're just, Paying your workers peanuts for the amount of work that they do and they work hard for you. And I don't think it's fair for the worker. And no, that worker really shouldn't be staying there to be abused by you. Mm, okay. I it's, have something to say about that, but I can't say it on mean, the podcast. <laughs> but I mean, it's, in a way, it's kind of like like it's a barter system of sort. Or if you yeah, want to yeah, call yeah. No, it, no, no, it's no, an equivalent no. exchange. I put in my work, so then I should be compensated. But aside from the whole work thing, the original question, on the scale of money influences my life, where would you say you are? On a five? Five is the highest. Definitely not a five. I don't even know. Yeah, it was like a, it's kind of like a one to five scale or a agree, no, strongly agree, agree, neutral, 
Neither agrees or disagrees. Yeah, disagree. Three and four. Okay, so you like kind of agree. It's not like a hundred percent not. Maybe just below four. Like money is important for life. It's essential, unfortunately. But I like it's not the most important thing for me. So three point eight. Go arrow. Like, if you asked me that question, it'd be like, hell nah, you telling me you're gonna cut my pay? I'm leaving. <laughs> I mean, I feel like, like I, I said, if there's no other better alternative, yeah. then, well, yes, I guess I'm taking it. No, it's just, it's more of a, like, I feel like most people would say, no. No. Like, you cut my pay 20%, you 10%, be like, no. Yeah. It only goes up, never goes down, kind yeah, of thing. If, if, <laughs> My employer was to tell me that they were going to cut my pay, like, say, we're in trouble, we can't pay your salary, like, we need to cut your salary, I'd be like, I'm going to go find somebody else that can pay me. And probably well, pay me more. Well, yeah, <laughs> well, I, mean, again, no, I mean, no, let's, let's, no let's, better take, alternative. let's take that, like, your your employer not even giving you a reason, just literally saying, same job, same stuff, we're cutting your pay by, by 20%, right? They're like, they don't, they don't even give you a reason. With what I do, right? I would know the reason. No, well... No, I'm just saying. I would like, hope I know the reason. If, I feel like I feel like a good te- like a test for our listeners or even whoever's like you know the the question would be like your employer just said same job same everything nothing changes the next day twenty percent pay are you staying? If you ask me this <laughs> like legit, I think I've been working at where I've been working now for like four years. If you asked me this two years ago, I would stay. Yeah, for like because uh, I love the company and I'm pre- no I, yeah. I love the company okay, and I'm okay. pretty loyal to like the company yeah. that I. For sure, with. For sure. mm-hmm. But after what I've gone through in the past like two years, I've kind of lost my loyalty and I'm just there to get oh, paid. No. <laughs> like Well try not to never expose your employer. <laughs> yeah, I was like, there's a lot of stuff that I've gone through with this company that has made me like less and less likely to want to stay. Okay. Which is really unfortunate because like I do love like the people I work with. Okay. That's usually yeah, no, no, the case. That wasn't back but, in the day. Yeah, and, no. This 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 question doesn't take into everything else, right? It's yeah. literally just that yeah. question, and, and it's, no, like, it's, a, it's a it's a straight shot question, and yeah. it's mainly targeted against how important is money to you, right? I'm not even thinking about all this other stuff. Yeah, you you no. can, like do all the hypotheticals and theoreticals. I most definitely would want more money. Like yeah. I would. <laughs> so if they were to cut me, I would leave. <laughs> or like if you don't get a raise, I believe that I can find similar work. Mm-hmm. And because, like, I'm not that old, you know? I yeah, feel same. like it's not hard for me to find another job if I really needed to. So, yeah. Okay. Any kind of cut, I'm gone. <laughs> okay, okay. What if yeah. they don't raise you? Like, they don't raise your... Like, they just freeze the salary. I think I would be okay with that. Just because I'm not getting less. But I feel like John's going to bring up the whole idea of inflation. Yeah, now, and, like, now, your pay's now not equivalent and whatnot. Yeah. Okay, so like, to me, I think it'd be okay. Like, yeah. Oh, depends. If they're freezing it forever, I'd have a problem with that. But if it's like a one-year thing, I'd be like, sure, whatever. Five-year thing. That's brutal still. Five years is brutal. Pretty. I don't don't know, man. I'd probably leave after like the second year of freeze. (laughs) Mm, Yeah. Okay. But anyways, so yeah, I mean. What about you? For me, it's, well, if it's going to be like the more lenient question of does it influence your life, then for sure, 100% it does right does it play a role in my life with money 100 percent. like i can't i would love to say that like oh money doesn't matter right or like i'm, I'm okay with like like less pay i'm like i'm okay with it but when you ask yourself, when i ask myself truly does it actually matter then hell yeah it does mm-hmm. like it's like can i afford anything like can i afford a day without spending money the quick question would be like, yeah, because everything is technically set up already. But if you go down and drill into the picture of, like, I don't pay, like, no electricity, no phone, no food, no nothing. Like, asking maybe, like, getting scraps, like, dumpster diving for food. I probably don't want that. I mean, can I do it? Probably I could. I might do it as an experiment because I think it's kind of crazy. Oh, dear. But, have... no, like... I, I would prefer not to, right? So it's like, to a certain extent, like, does money, like, is money involved in my life? Hell yes, it is. I don't think anyone could, would say no is not involved in my life. Involved how, in yeah, their but life. Yeah, but, like, how important is it? 
it is pretty darn important, I think. Even if it's like a couple bucks here, a couple bucks there, it is pretty darn important. Yeah, I don't like thinking about life in terms of money, though. Yeah, adulting kind of sucks. Yeah, it's (laughs) like, this really brings me to a point where growing up, we've always been taught, like me and John have been kind of taught this idea of where if money can solve a problem, it's not a problem. And to some extent, that is valid to a certain extent, I think. Yeah, but now that I'm older, it's become like a thing of where I don't have the money, so it's still a problem. I think I realized that when I was much younger, like maybe in my teens. Oh no, I've been like spoiled a lot of my (laughs) life. And all of a sudden when my parents first told me, I think it was like second year university, my parents were like, hey, I think it's time that you got a job. That was when it hit me and I'm like, wait, what? Did you just tell me that I need to get a job? I'm still in school. But it was then that I'm like starting to realize like working and like making your own money and how I guess difficult it is to make your own money to like get the things that you want was when I like started to realize how important money is in life and how that phrase of if money can solve a problem, it's not a problem is a lie. Because if you don't have money, it's still a problem. And I am in that state of where I have no money. So those are problems. Well, I mean, to a certain extent, that phrase has kind of two reasons behind it, right? There's two sides to, to it. One is like, if money can solve something, then it's not a problem. Then sure. Like, because it may not mean that it is something that... I mean, it's, it's something that's monetary, something about like monetary in value and may not necessarily be something you sustainably need to a certain extent, right? Where it's like things like things that don't cost money are more valuable and more important. So those are what you should really treasure and value in life, friends, family, relationships, etc. Right. Okay. But the other flip side of it that, you know, I feel like we've been on is of taking that, uh, taking that phrase is money's not a problem if it's just money because you can just buy your way out of it and it's like it's the very kind of maybe the elitist way or the like the the mr uh mr moneybags deep pocket kind of way of thinking it's like it's not a problem you just solve it with money duh kind of thing so i think there's there's two ways it's very nuanced in in the i guess idea behind both sides of that phrase and i feel like you know we're, we were brought up more of like thinking that oh money's no issue right where it's like it doesn't matter but maybe it can also have that other side of things where it's like what do you value in life yeah i guess so while the young pandawan here ponders about this question and this phrasing let's jump into our fun fact of the day Fun fact of the day is brought to you once again by Wikipedia, the history of Chinese currency. Did you know that the Chinese currency spans more than 3,000 years? Currency of some type has been used in China since the Neolithic age, which can be traced back to between 3,000 and 4,500 years ago. Cowrie shells are believed, cowrie shells like uh, seashells, are believed to have been the earliest form of currency used in central China and were used during the Neolithic period. Also, fun fact, um, where was this? Uh, China was the first uh, country, or first, I guess, uh, first Chinese uses paper bills uh, back in the Tang Dynasty, which was around AD 610 to 907. So Chinese people were the first ones to use paper money and carry it around. Unfortunately, um, actually, no, fortunately, it was used for more than 500 years before uh, Europe in the 17th century started using paper money. But unfortunately, at that time, uh, there was a financial crisis in China. People didn't really realize the effects of paper money, so they kept printing it. And uh, crazy inflation issues came up. And uh, then China effectively uh, eliminated all paper currency until the uh, 1400s or so. So, but yeah, yay Chinese people, paper money, but watch out for inflation. 
Interesting. <laughs> a lot of the money isn't even paper anymore these days. They're like plastic. Yeah. I think that's only in Canada. Who else has plastic money? Hong Kong. Hong Kong had some. I don't know if they're using it that much, though. But anyways, that is the fun fact of the day! Alright, Panda One, we are back. How do you think about that phrasing that was said to you? What was it again? If money is an issue, it's not an issue? No, if money can solve a problem, it's not a problem. True. Mo money, mo problems. Is that true? I, I like to think that it's not, but it probably is. Like, I don't have... Like, I'm not rich. Yeah, I don't think any of us are are there to actually have money cause us any problems at this point in time. Like, I can see how it could cause problems, but I think growing up, seeing how our grandfather handled himself and with money, um, it seems like it's true that to him, if money can solve a problem, it's not a problem, Mm -hmm. but it's because... In my mind, he had the money. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know how much he has, per se. I don't think I ever really figured it out. But, yeah, to me, I mean, the, the what you're mentioning is that I feel like he was a very, I don't know, maybe he got really lucky or maybe he it was all through, like, hard work, etc. I don't really know exactly. Yeah. But um, he was, I would consider him one of the most wealthiest people I know. Yeah. And he was really generous, too. So it's like, in that sense, I want to kind of live like him, where I get to be generous and still have money for myself, Mm. but it would require me to make a lot more money. Now, whether or not I actually knew how deep his pocketbook was, that's, I have no idea. (laughs) Yeah. But it just seems... For all I know, he could have been borrowing money like crazy and just throwing it out the window. Probably not. But but I I would never, I never actually asked. It'll be interesting to ever, to truly see that picture, but I don't know if I'll ever get an answer anyways. But anyways, so how about you, Asante? You haven't been speaking a whole lot. What do you have? Have you, Do you have any, like, I guess, money idioms or money kind of like phrasings that you grew up to grew up with or perhaps heard and you kind of like, oh, this makes sense in the past or anything like that? Nope. None at all. I don't know what to say. There's none at all. Like, I don't grow up with that kind of mentality. It's you earn what you can and you live with whatever you earn. Live within your means? Yeah, I okay. guess. That's always been the case. I mean, like, there was also nothing else I could do with that. Okay. All right. Well, we didn't about... come from, like, a wealthy background or anything. And then uh, when I was still a child, not, what, teen, ten, ten, maybe? Like... My family went from two earn uh two individuals earn, earning two incomes into just the one individual with one income for a whole family. So yeah, it's living within your means. Okay, so I mean, speaking of childhood, what was your earliest memory of money? I guess. Did you have an allowance or anything when you were a kid? Did you, or did you like? I didn't get an allowance until I was in high school. My allowance was $2 a week. Okay, okay. That's impressive. So that was still high school. So I was like, what, like 12, 13 or so? 11? High school? I think you're 13 or 14. I think it was like later in high school. Talk about like grade 11, grade 12 high school. Okay. okay. But was that, was that, was that your, was that your first instance of learning about money? No. Okay. So yeah. yeah. So so what's your earliest kind of like memory of money? My personal memory or your personal memory? My personal memory of money is gambling with my grandfather. Whoa. Okay, well, how old were you, though? That's the question, yeah. I don't know, toddler? My Like, I remember using, like, coins that are not, like, real money. And so the story is that, like, I don't know, like, holiday, like, Chinese holidays. So everybody, like, in the family likes to come over to grandma and grandpa's place. So this is my uncle and papa's mm-hmm. place. My papa would cook, like, a feast. And then, like, uh, the whole family would gather, eat, and then afterward. Gong Gong and all my Kaofus likes to like open up the table and play some like betting games or like haha, if you ever know what that is and other games, I don't remember exactly. 
and like my Gongong would be the Zhong, so like the dealer. Mm-hmm. And um, everybody would like act, would bet with real money, of course, but not like a lot of money, like change sure. maybe. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And like it just seems very fun. And then so my grandpa taught me how to play, and you would see little me sliding in my coins that are fake money, but I will win real money with my fake money. Okay. And what would you do with that real money? I put it away. And I like store it and like I uh So why would you store it? Did you did you like was it like saved it. Okay, so save it for like future so it can grow or or buy other stuff or what? I don't think I ever spent it. I just kept I don't know what I did with it after. I just I just saved it. Okay, okay. That's important. But they're like changed. They're like Dollars or fifty cents or whatever. Yeah, yeah, no. like, but okay. yeah, that, that's my personal memory of. Uh, Did you understand that the money you you you're saving could be used towards getting something, anything you wanted to a certain extent, or no, or is yeah. it just okay? I just never spent it. Okay. I'm the kind that likes to hoard things and don't spend. Hoarder, got it. Like I want, I would save and not spend. But like according to my mom, I knew how to use money as well, because when we used to play when I was very very young, she tells me that uh, what like you know what like parents like to play games like oh how much is this or you play like a market and you buy sell things or whatever mm-hmm. yeah 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 so like um uh I would be playing with my mom and apparently I told her um. Uh, that oh this is like X dollars and she's like oh I don't have money like a motin and I'm like uh oh uh, uh, she's like oh I can't buy a motin and so and I'm like come on your credit card or just use the credit card you don't have to pay me for money and then she's like what wow that concept <laughs> of money I knew that quick. from a young age okay okay yeah, so, I mean, okay, so that's, like, young age as in, what, five, six? You said no, toddler, toddler, three? Two, three, two, maybe. Three. I don't know. I have no memory of Four, that. Four, five, maybe. Okay, okay. Thing. Sure. All right. I think, um, I think for me, my, <laughs> yeah, my earliest memory of money was probably, I don't, yeah, like, toddler-ish. But that was when, um, I guess, it, it, it helped me learn, I guess, that money can be used for something. Was when uh, at home, uh, my mom actually made like a chart, like a pay chart, That's and then where you could do you could do chores, yeah. and then when you get chores, you earn like certain chores give you like a nickel, like five cents. Certain chores get you like ten cents. Certain chores get you these kind of things. Like so, you would actually use get physical like change, right? And then um, yeah, that was like child labor, but. <laughs> But then, technically not because you're getting paid for. Yeah, it. but the amounts you would get effectively, it's never really like you can't really go to a store buy anything because it's so little. But then she then she would then also have another pay like a buy chart, like a little store chart that you can be like, oh, like twenty cents is like a toy, or or, or thirty cents is like a, or maybe not maybe not twenty cents is a toy. That seems a little cheap. But like you make twenty cents is like a, a, a lollipop, or like. A dollar is like a toy, or like if you save up to five dollars, it's like any toy you want from Toys R Us or a bike or something. I don't know, but like basically, there's like an internal parental store you buy from versus like what you where you can earn it. And I feel like that's one of my instances of money or concept of money that I was taught in like financial sense at home. I remember this very well too. It would always be a like it was basically like a spreadsheet. And then, yeah. like, every time you did something, you would, like, mark it off on that day on the spreadsheet. And then at the end of the week... You get paid you get, out. Yeah, you get, you get paid out. <laughs> That's actually really cute, not gonna lie. Yeah. I'm a kid, anyway. I kind of wish I, like, you know, was more diligent in it. I don't think, like, I really... I don't think I cared for money that much to, like, even do my chores. Yeah. But then it would be one of those, like, hey, did you, did you take out the trash? And it's, like... No. Like, look at this, like, look at this, yeah. you could earn this. Yeah, it's this like, did you rate. see this? Like, you know, you could make, like, a quarter if you take out the trash. And so I'm like, you? okay, fine. Like, I guess I'll take out the trash. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what? So she's kind of been the... Hit, hit, nudge, nudge. Like, this yeah. is yeah, good for kinda, you. Yeah, kind of lazying around. <laughs> yeah. Not getting moved until you get kicked in the yeah. butt kind of thing. Yeah. Like, it was not, 
motivating to me to like do things. <laughs> I would rather not get paid and just do whatever I wanted. Mm. But it also, I guess, kind of helps incentivize doing chores around the house, even though I didn't care for the money. It's like, yeah. oh, okay, I guess I'll do it. But I guess it's around then when I started learning about working for money, but it didn't make, I don't think I made the connection of like getting things with money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when that started. And then there's like Chinese New Year's when people give you money and then you think you're rich as a kid. Yeah. Always seeing like a hundred bucks, like, oh man. Yeah, it's oh, like wow. Man, this... I can do so much with a hundred bucks. Yeah. Like as a kid, I guess when you see like a lot more money is when you're like, wait a second, toys is basically all you would think of with money. Yeah. That's funny because I actually didn't have something like that. Like I don't have that kind of like little mini ecosystem. But, like, for me, if I wanted a certain toy, what I have to trade off with is my homework. <laughs> like, I would get a certain grade, then, like, I, like, I would negotiate with my mom. I was like, I really like this. Can I get it? And she'd be like, well, if you get such and such grade <laughs> in this test, that test, or whatever, then, yeah, I will get it for you. And then I'll be like, okay, then I work really hard for it. Mm-hmm. Grades didn't come into play for me until high school. Uh, grades were always a thing. I think, even though, I like think part of it was like grade. if you get certain grades, you get paid out too. I so I think I think part of it could be looped in that way too. Like I remember, like the way that part. like I get to trade, like like I guess in, in my sense of the quote unquote trade off for like for things that I want to do, which normally be like, oh, I want to watch this much time of tv but like mom would like lock the stupid remote control away and so like i can't even turn on the damn tv that's unfortunate then i'd be like and she'd be like you have to finish all of this before you can do this if you finish all of this i'll tell you what a tv remote control is and i'm like can you imagine though the money sense you can instill in the family if they installed like a timed kind of thing on the tv where it's like you insert 25 cents you get like half an hour of of, of tv time and like only turn on for half an hour and then they have to work for chores to basically make money and they could spend it on like TV time or like iPad time or something like oh my gosh that's that really sounds... cute that's kind of cute but also a lot of work I but, feel like wow listeners yeah. if you ever think of something like that <laughs> you know where you got your inspiration from because I think that's actually pretty amazing yeah. if, if for those who are like have kids or planning on teaching financial literacy at home I think that's a pretty fun kind of set up if you can build it that way. It'll yeah. be interesting. But I guess that's also kind of like why to me, like I can trade off this different things for an alternative that's not money per se. Mm-hmm. Like I can trade off a service instead of actual money. I learned in high school how to barter system. Parents. Yeah, exactly. The barter, <laughs> the barter system. system. I do this for you. I rub your back. You rub mine plus my feet, right? It's fine. <laughs> And like in high school, I started learning get smart about the situation and like how to scam my mom. (laughs) What did you do? It was like one of those, I really wanted an iPod. You you got an A minus, but you drive to become a plus. (laughs) No, okay, not scam like that. It was really funny because I really wanted an iPod touch. And I recall this, it was like, I think sophomore year of high school. And basically what happened was, I wasn't doing so well, I think, in English or something. And I was telling my mom, like, oh, my God, I'm going to fail school. And then she was like, okay, okay, like, if you get your grades up, um, I'll buy you an iPod Touch. But, like, in my mind, when I think I'm failing, I'm not actually failing. And then, like, so basically, I think I ended up with, like, a B minus or, like, a C plus. And mom's like, okay, you didn't fail. Like, I'll buy you your iPod Touch. But Mm. it's like a... Because I'm a dramatic lower person. Lower the bar. Yeah, lower I just have to lower the bar, and you be like, okay, okay, like if you don't fail, I'll get you this. And I'm like, this is a good way to like get what I want Set by like the making bar it low. Sense. Exactly. Even mom was saying, "It's like, are you like trolling me? Like you didn't fail. Like that's not even close to a fail." And I'm like, maybe. It's like you got an F and you converted to a B. <laughs> Hey, you can't do that. I mean, no, I wouldn't straight cheat up, it like that. Straight up, straight up. That's that's like scam, scam level. Like 100%. I'm like emotionally scamming. Okay, <laughs> emotionally. He's scamming. just a drama queen. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty dramatic. It's like, it's like that. It's me. like that joke where you run home and you're like, oh, oh, I'm pregnant. Wait, what? Who? What? Why? Who? What? No, I just got an F. 
But wouldn't it be terrible if I actually did kind of thing? It's just like, uh, ooh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, you don't get whooped ass because it's like, okay, it is better than that. <laughs> oh, man. Not the greatest example, but okay, I see your point. Uh, set the bar low so when you go above it, you succeeded. Yeah, that's what my cousin learned to do. Like, it works. Okay, well, but like, he's smart. He was like in elementary school, mind you, in Hong Kong. But like, he, it's like everybody's always like, oh, do your best, get the best grade. And he's just like, I'll do okay. And then like, uh, as long as I don't fail, then it's fine. I'm not the top of the class. I'm not the bottom of the class. I do well enough that I don't get school. But yeah. I'm not trying my hardest at all. Mm. And he gets by like that. And then like, my aunt is just like, because my aunt is also a teacher. She's just like, what am I going to do with this child? He knows the system and he knows that we won't scold him because it's an acceptable grade. But we know he can do so much more. Oh. And like, what? how do I make him do better? Even better. Hmm. He's not try- yeah, he does not try know. very hard. That sounds very hard to motivate. Like, to me, I guess I was kind of like that, but thinking back, maybe that was as hard as I could try and it was only mediocre grades. <laughs> I mean, get smart. <laughs> yep. Anyways, hopefully, through these street smarts and, uh, Real smarts, or whatever you get from this episode. <laughs> We're all over the place. Oh, yeah. Apologies if you're confused. Well, well, the idea is, you know, Art, do you feel like you're obsessed with money? Yes. I'm not obsessed. I can I'm say obsessed that with enough. trying to find or, ways to make money, I should say. Or how involved is money into your life, right? How integrated is it into your life? Um, and perhaps, you know, yeah, there are the extremes where... Oh man, it's always it's it's top of mind. I I can understand how people's situation can become can become like that, but at the same time, it's like there are other situations where it's like oh money you know is part of my life and but I can be happy with less of it to a certain extent, right? Or be humble about it and stuff like that. So I mean, wherever I mean our listeners are in terms of where they are with money and how it affects their life, you know, um, hopefully it doesn't cause problems for you if if it is a problem then get help or whether it's gambling or (laughs) gamble or you know gamble no if it's gambling get help right kind of thing but hopefully hopefully money isn't that big of an issue in your life but um at least you know having talk about this uh as as something to be like hey to realize how important is it or maybe it isn't important as important as you think it might be right and there are other things that might be more important in life than money itself. But, I don't know, I still feel like Chinese people are, in a sense, the culture itself is obsessed with money. Um, does it, am I obsessed with money? Hopefully not, or at least hopefully I don't feel like I am. But does it, is it a part of my life? Hell yes it is. <laughs> yeah, I do agree with that. Like, yes, it is part of my life. Yeah. I'm, but I'm not going to be, like, obsessed with money. Not like Jinxing Hainan kind of thing. But would you, but the question is, would you be happy with more of it? Would I be happy? Yes, I would be happy (laughs) with more of it. But if I don't have more of it, am am I going to be less happy? No. (laughs) So Okay. Because I'm like thinking, people say money can't buy you happiness. But like a part of me as I grow up and I'm growing older, it's like you can get pretty darn close. You can get close, but <laughs> it depends on how, I think it just depends on how you define happiness at that point. But right. there's one thing. Money can't buy health. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but it can money, buy you like a new lung or something, but I mean, yeah. to a certain point, it won't. But that lung can reject you for all you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> I agree. I don't, I, I don't agree. Money can buy you happiness, but money can't buy you health. That's very Is what I will probably be more like, I would back that phrase more. The money can't buy happiness. Well, as we grow older, I think our views on money changes. Um, maybe, I don't know, see how far this uh, podcast can get us, and then maybe we'll revisit this down the line or not. But uh, thank you, listeners, for listening. Uh, until our next episodes and everything, uh, I appreciate listeners for listening to us. Uh, feel free to reach out. We'd love to hear about 
your responses to a few of the questions posed in this episode. Um, and then until next episode, my name is John. And I'm Asunta. Angelina. And you've been listening to the BS Podcast. If money was no object to you when you wake up tomorrow, what would you do? <laughs> Under the assumption that money will no longer be an object ever, I'd quit my job. Wow. And I travel. That's uh, okay. One one thing. One thing. I can only do one thing. Yeah, right. Like the first thing. I quit my job. <laughs> <laughs> well then, I I think that sums it up for all of us. See ya! <laughs> Bye! Bye! Bamboo Star Podcast is an independent production in hopes of documenting our thoughts and experiences as Chinese individuals growing up in a Western culture. We thank you, the listener, for lending us your ears for this particular podcast. We would love to hear your thoughts and views on various subjects as well. Feel free to connect with us and the community on Twitter and Instagram at Bamboo Star Pod. Alternatively, any lengthier replies or comments can be sent to us at bamboostarpodcast at gmail.com.